First things first, Booker mocked him with the Luca special, but will Nick's large adult Slovenian son prove just how special he really is? Yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. Hey, James Harden's season ends in shocking fashion, but did Joel Embiid go too far with his criticism of the beard? I'm going to go out on a limb and say, no, he didn't. And the NFL gifted us with the entire 2022 (laughs) schedule. The guys are making picks for their teams. Good Friday morning, everyone. Welcome to a fantastic edition of First Things First. We've got a great show for you today. Nick Wright, Chris Broussard, Kevin Wilds, Jenna Wolf. Nick, show me the loss for the Chiefs. Could they go 20-0 just like you predicted they'd go last season? 20-0. Remember when you you said that last year? Show me the loss. I did not predict they would go 20-0 last year. I We'll, we'll save it for 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock will be the big schedule reveal. But I did not pick 20-0 last year. That is a lie, and it will not. I will not stand for it. We don't lie. You're playing we don't lie here on this show. with the truth, like someone else we know. We shall get to that. Got to start some Suns, Mavs, Game 6. Dallas needed a win to stay alive, facing elimination, and they turned to Luka for the staving off. Luka, 33 points, 11 rebounds, 8 assists. Mavericks all over Phoenix last night, leading by double digits the entire second half. Look, we wanted to see more defense. Last night, they held the Suns to a season low in scoring. They did it all. Mavericks win. They force a game seven Sunday in the desert out in Phoenix. All right, Nick Wright, the floor is yours. What do you want to say to your two colleagues here who, unlike yourself, have not had, let's call it the same faith as you have had in the Dallas Mavericks? Oh, no, 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 Jenna. Jenna, that's far too too kind. What I want to say to my two colleagues is this. No matter what happens in game seven, you're both wrong. Forever wrong. Wilds had sons in four. Then five, then created a Drake sweep, sweep and did Suns in six. <laughs> wrong. If you're wrong three times before the cock crows, you never get to be right. <laughs> Brew dismissed the Mavs, laughed about them, offered me a poisonous olive branch after two games, declared the series over, said the Suns were winning the title, a juggernaut, even this if side. somehow, by the grace of God, Luca gets dinged or something happens and the Mavs lose game seven, you're wrong forever about this. However, we don't have to worry about that because it's not just that the Mavs have the best player in this series. The Mavs' best player is better than the Suns' best two players combined. And you know what? I'm feeling good this morning. Nothing better than having a nice familial thing. My actual son tweeting about my large adult Slovenian son. Look at that. Ah. 33, 11, 8, and 4 with one turnover. I wonder who put him up to that. More points, more rebounds, more assists, more steals for all you defense fetishizers out there. And a clean dozen fewer turnovers. And do you feel that, Brew? It's the vice tightening, not just on you and Wilds, but on Devin Booker and on Chris Paul. Chris Paul, four times in his career, has blown 2-0 leads. That's the most in NBA history. Could we have a fifth? And Devin Booker had the audacity, the unmitigated gall, as you would say, Brew, to mock a clearly superior player? 
to mock his sports integrity when he's on a team of the flopping, flopping as floppers this side of the Pacific Ocean? And then he responds by no showing in the second quarter, no showing in the third quarter, barely showing in the fourth quarter. A lot of pressure on your beloved sons for game seven. So my question for you guys is this. We'll go to you simply because you're going to be, you're, you never get to be right, but my, but you can maybe salvage a bit. Will you, do you now admit the Mavs are going to win this series? Do you now admit it? Have you seen the light through? What? No. And first of all, I, I see how things go on this show. If Nick can deny yeah. that he predicted the Chiefs would go 20-0, and 0, I, I guess I can just deny. I, did. I, I never said they'd win it in five. I just said they'd win. I mean, come on. No, no I that- did say five. That was wrong. But ultimately, it just matters if the you series said six. pick is right. And if they win it in no, seven. No, you said six. Yeah, then I said six. Now, oh I'm, now I'm saying seven. I said five, then I said six. Okay. Now can't I'm say saying eight. seven. You say I got, th- I get three strikes, right? I can't say eight. Look, uh-huh. I'll give you this. You're right. They got the best player. There's no doubt about <clears throat> it. And they have acquitted themselves well. But Suns in seven, Nick, still. All right. Sons the Suns, it's been a home series, right? <laughs> it's been a home series. And both teams have been dominant. At home, the Suns more so. They've won their three home games by 19 points. All right? On average, all of them blowouts. And that is what's – it might be a little closer in seven, but the Suns will take them out. Shot 33% from three. Yet last night, averaging 42% from home. So, Wilds, I'm sticking with the Suns. I know you like to jump on and off. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm sticking not, with the Suns. I'm not. Chris Paul, Nick called him out. Nick called him out. Chris Paul's had four straight bad games. That's unbelievable. Four straight. And I think he I will step it. up and have a better game. Luke is in I know Devin noggin. Booker will. Booker was bad That's last him. night. Oh, do you? But him. Booker's averaged 27 points a game in the playoffs in Phoenix. So Booker will step up. I think CP3 will be better. Not getting into that club. And the Suns will protect the home court advantage and advance in seven. Nick, you can I'm save a little base. face because they did push him. Push him. That wasn't. Oh, it, no, it, that wasn't it's base. No, it's not a lot of base. Bottom line is I'm sticking I'm, with I'm, my pick. I'm Are you sticking with me, Wilds? Okay. Are just, you sticking with him? Yes, I'm there. I'm, I'm not going. You know what? When I get new intel, I'm able to adjust my pick. A lot of people like extremists on television. They refuse to change their mind when they get new information. You Not literally... me. I thought it was going to be a sweep. I said, hmm, you know what? Maybe five. And I said, you know what? Maybe six. And now I've got new intel. The new intel is this. It's just like Broussard said. Forget Suns can't sure. win in Dallas. That's just <laughs> what it is. But the good news for us, Broussard, is Phoenix, uh, Phoenix can't lose. Uh, when they're at home. And here's the thing, Nick, and you know this is true. You're going to be like, eh, that's a good point. Game five was a 30-point blowout. Doubtful. Game two, game, it was, we won by 30 points. We won by 30 points. Game two, won by 20 points. The lead had ballooned up to 27. Game one was a little bit closer, but it was a wire-to-wire victory. And now we're on to game seven. Anybody's game, I guess, 
except the lead. Dusty, the stat, that's 77% of the time, but it was a home team wins. So we've had a nice little run with Luka. He did a good job protecting home yep. court. I, he's, I've, I'm willing to oh say he's a gosh. true superstar. A superstar that can win in someone else's I'll building? Nah, not in Phoenix. So, no, I'm okay. not worried. Uh, I'm amending what? my pick to Suns uh, and Can I? Hold on. Okay, listen, few things. When I said doubtful, it was not doubtful about your fact being correct that they won by 30. It was doubtful Mm -hmm. that I'm going to listen to what you say and say, oh, he makes a good point. And I was once again proven correct. You guys both have had nine hours since this game was clearly out of hand to figure out how you were going to deal with what I have for you this morning. And both of you put your heads together and the best you come up with is... Um, I'll just go with the Suns because they're at home. Uh, because you can't pick any basketball reasons. They won by oh, 20. Luka can't defend. They won by... I understand. But now it's a one-game Now it's a one game they scenario. Won. It's a one-game situation. You guys, hold on. Wait a moment. Wait just a moment, my friends. Because early in the series, it was, oh, Luka's too heliocentric. That's that scenario. No. That Mavs also can't work like that. We need to get more Maxi Kleba touches. Then it was... Is Luca? It was actually worst defender in the NBA. No one has noticed until one bad basketball where Reggie Miller starts crushing him. And now we're in a place, Brew, where Chris Paul is as shaky as he's ever been, and Devin Booker has more pressure on him individually in this game than any moment of his career. Meanwhile, the Mavs are playing with house money. Nobody believes in the Mavs outside of the Metroplex and me. And so if that doesn't make you a little nervous, Brew, I don't know what will. Nothing. Nothing. Chuck. Chuck, game seven Sunday in Phoenix. There it is. All right, let's talk about the other game last night. Where in the world do the Sixers go from here after what they saw from James Harden? Lots of questions in Philadelphia this offseason. We'll tackle some of them next. Are you ready to take control of your health and conquer your weight loss goals? Look no further than Factor, your ultimate solution to better eating. Each Factor meal is always fresh, chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. No more waiting around or spending hours in the kitchen. Just heat and eat. It's that simple. Over 35 different options to choose from each week, including calorie-smart, Protein Plus, and Keto, Factor ensures you'll never get bored. With more than 60 add-ons to help you stay full and feeling good all day long. Pancakes, smoothies, and more. With Factor, there's no prepping, no cooking, and certainly no cleanup needed. The best part? You can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Sign up and save because we've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Eat better, feel better, and conquer your day with Factor. So what are you waiting for? Head to factormeals.com slash firstthingsfirst50 and use code firstthingsfirst50 to get 50% off. That's code firstthingsfirst50 at factormeals.com slash firstthingsfirst50 to get 50% off. Fuel up, eat better, and achieve greatness. Get started today.
This episode is brought to you by U.S. Bank. If you ask me, nothing goes quite together like football and food, especially in the fall. College football on Saturday, the pros on Sunday, and the U.S. Bank Altitude Go Visa Signature Card provides the perfect way to earn rewards. Whether watching your team with other super fans at a local eatery or in the comfort of your own living room. Earn four times points when you dine out or have food delivered. Maybe order a pizza and watch the big game on that big TV of yours. Plus, earn two times points at grocery stores, which is great if you're tailgating at the stadium with hot dogs and hamburgers. Even getting to the game can be rewarding as you'll earn two times points at gas stations and EV charging stations. Go to usbank.com altitude go to learn more about how you can earn 20,000 bonus points worth $200 if you spend $1,000 in the first 90 days of opening your account. Score big with the U.S. Bank Altitude Go Visa Signature Card. Visit usbank.com slash altitude go to apply. Limited time offer. The creditor and issuer of this card is U.S. Bank National Association. Pursuant to a license from Visa USA Incorporated, some restrictions may apply. Back here talking Sixers Heat. Game six last night. You know the storyline. Sixers needed a win to stay alive. Joel Embiid battling through injury still showed up. 20 points, 12 boards for Embiid. Unlike James Harden, <laughs> not battling through injuries and once again, not showing up. Just a brutal night from the beard yet again. 11 points, not in a quarter. 11 points for the whole game and all in the first half. James Harden only taking two shots after the break. Two. Heat win, Sixers going home, they're eliminated. Here was James Harden after the game. We ran our offense, the ball, you know, I feel like the ball moved and, you know, it just didn't get back to me. How much more aggressive? Um, like I just said, we ran our offense, the ball, you know, just didn't get back to me. Obviously, uh, I'm sure, you know, since uh, we got him, everybody expected uh, the Houston James Harden. Um, but that's not who he is anymore. Uh, he's more of a playmaker. Uh, I thought, you know, yeah, at times, you know, could have been, uh, as all of us, uh, could have been more aggressive. Oh, let the dramatic offseason begin. Broussard, how much blame should Harden take for the Sixers' early exit? Most of it. If you do it, giving out a blame oh. pie, Harden is more to blame than anyone on the team or the coaching staff. Uh, Joel Embiid wasn't great, but he was playing through a lot of injuries. And that's not an excuse. It's just somewhat of an explanation. All right. Doc Rivers wasn't great, right. but Doc can't play. All right. Doc can't get out there on the court and do, you know, do what he used to do as a player. So this is on James Harden. I'm not blaming 21-year-old Tyrese Maxey, uh, who's in his second year and his first year approaching stardom for this. It's on James Harden. You said it, Jenny. 11 points, two shots in the second half. The, the reason that he's there, the, re the guy he replaced is gone, Ben Simmons, because he wouldn't shoot in the second half. Because he wouldn't shoot. Or, certainly yep. not the fourth quarter. And then you come in as one of the all-time great scorers and you won't shoot in the second half or the fourth quarter. And to hear a legitimately great player, an all-time great future Hall of Famer, 
sit there and say the ball never found me. You bring the ball up. You got the ball in your hands. It finds you on every possession. And this, the only excuse that could, you know, take some of this blame off of Harden is if he is just washed. Like you can't blame a guy if they just are washed. And if he comes back next year and he's a 16-point scorer and just can't be anything remotely resembling what he used to be, then you know what? We'll just say, you know what? He just, he got old quickly. The hamstring, whatever, he just never was the same player. And that would be the only explanation. And Nick, the last two games of this series, the great James Harden was outplayed by two guys named Max Struess and Gabe Vincent, the two undrafted starting guards for the Miami Heat. And what makes this worse is that for the last several years, really the bulk of his career, Harden, whether if not verbally, then certainly through his actions, has always blamed someone else for why he can't get to the promised land. In Houston, it was Dwight Howard. Then it was Chris Paul. Then it was Russell Westbrook. In Brooklyn, it was Kyrie Irving. And he quit on Kevin Durant, on Kevin Durant, because of Kyrie. And now you go to Philly, and you've got one of the, another great player in the league, like you had in Durant, and I, you are the one. You are the reason that your team is going out early. You're the main reason. True. So he's got to wear most of this, Nick. This is baffling. Well, I thought Wilds. I want. I was mean to you in the first segment. I mean, justifiably, rightfully, I probably should have been meaner. <laughs> However, you do have some some good points. And your tweet after the game about. Harden running the stairs and that Harden showed more effort running the stairs a week into his Philly tenure than he showed in the elimination game was exactly right. And I also want to give credit to Tim Legler, who does great video breakdowns with SVP quite often after these games and just showed the lack of effort. Brew, you mentioned he was outplayed by Max Struess and Gabe Vincent. He was outscored last night by another former Houston Rocket. P.J. Tucker. P.J. Tucker's not there for his baskets. P.J. Tucker's there for his defense, toughness, and culture. P.J. finished 6 for 9 with 12 points. Harden finished 4 for 9 with 11 points. But here's why the he just got old thing is so, I don't know, hard to believe. Wilds, he's 32 years old. Here are the five best players from his draft class. Steph Curry, he looked washed to you. DeMar DeRozan just came off best year of his career. Drew Holiday just maybe had the two, the best moment of his career. James Harden, and this isn't in order, and then Blake Griffin. Now, Blake Griffin clearly is washed, but Blake Griffin has suffered multiple catastrophic injuries. And we're like, okay, we get it. I mean, Blake Griffin suffered a major injury before he played a single NBA game. But he's 32. He's not supposed to be washed. It's not supposed to be done. And I know Brew's done a really good job showing us that guy, great players of previous eras who played this number of games were already done. But athletes age differently now, Wilds. The science is better. The medicine's better. They're, they're, they're traveling private. Theoretically, the nutrition should be better. I'm not sure that applies to Harden. This is, and for him to just 
not go down shooting, literally or figuratively, is right. disheartening. For like the, the the approach in this game was like they were down 3-0. You know what I mean? Like, okay, whatever. We have to play because we're here, right. but we have no shot. They should have gone into this game wild feeling like we're gonna win. We're at home. We have the best player in the series in Embiid, even right. if he's compromised. And then let's see what the hell happens in a game seven on the road. Instead, the approach was the moment there was any resistance. I mean, he just, he started, he was speed walking out there. Is bad. It's really, okay. really, really, really bad. So, I, I reject the idea that James Harden is washed. Because we've all played basketball with guys who are washed. In fact, you're looking at a guy who's washed. And guess what you do when you're washed? You got to try harder. You don't just pout. Really you don't hard. say, well, I'm washed. I'm not going to take any shots. No, you're washed, so you have to do everything else. That's the whole point. And I know the, the dressed-up way to say this is that James Harden has a chronic accountability problem. That is, that is it's like, wow, he could look in the mirror and say, you know what? I have an accountability problem. Here's the not dressed up way to, how to say it. James Harden just pouted on his third consecutive team. He pouted and refused to play with John Wall and DeMarcus in Houston. Pouted his way out. Stopped playing. Didn't put any effort in. He said, I want out. Then against the Kings when he was with the Nets, he just pouted. It's it's on tape. It's He's pouting and not getting the ball. He's not happy. He's not shooting. And then last night, in an elimination game, James Harden pouted. There's no reason not to score any points in the second half. Can I ask you a question? Do you, to, go. you think he pouted? Wilds, can I Bobby ask you about washed? that? Yes. Because, no, 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 no. I, I, it's a serious question because I want you to continue. We knew why he pouted in Houston. Yeah. Thought they couldn't contend, wanted to leave. We right. knew why he pouted in Brooklyn. He was, it was, the Kyrie stuff had gotten to him. He didn't, he didn't want to be there anymore. What's the, why would yeah, he be doing it Philly? here? Like, what's the, I, right. I, I understood, even That's if I didn't I justify understand. it, Wild. Totally get it. But, but why would he do it? So, so if we have the sound, Hobbs, when he was asked about, hey, what's the deal? Why didn't you get in rhythm? We played a little bit of the clip, but we also, he also said, hey, I didn't get the ball. Like, well, is it, is it, are the plays being called for you? And he said, no comment. So is he pouting because he wants Doc gone and D'Antoni? I don't know. But I, I do not wow. think that he is washed. That all of a sudden a former MVP and a former scoring champ can't get shots up, Broussard? You can't get, you can't get more than two. Sh- and this has been the whole series in the second half. Right. So I do not believe it's a hamstring, and I do not believe that he's washed. I, I, I wow. think it's a pouting issue. Well, I... Good. I, I, Wilds, I'll give you, and I was just throwing that out as a possibility. I don't think he, I do think he's not the same player. Uh, washed meaning he's just totally gone. I won't go that far. But I, I'm with Nick. I don't know why in the world he would be pouting. And maybe it is just to get Doc Rivers out. I don't know. He did kind of blame that would the be hamstring. Egregious. Remember he talked about, all year he talked about, he, last night he said, I just never was the same. I, I was starting to get back again. to react. That is, the, the hamstring from hell. I mean, I, I've never seen a hamstring injury uh, this bad. But I got to <laughs> say this, and I hate, I hate to say it, but honestly, I don't think James Harden cares that much about winning a championship. I, and I think there are oh, people no. like this in every possession, for, uh, profession. Sure, he'd love to win one. He, he, yeah. 
But is he going to, like, is it what drives him? I, I don't think so. I, and I think we've seen I, that I, in place after place after place. I don't think the solution is bringing Mike D'Antoni in. I'm not sure that's bringing the old James Harden back. Uh, it's going to be a, lot, a long off season in Philly. we got to switch some gears, talk some football. The schedule's out. The Bills, Bucks, and Chiefs are your favorites to win the Super Bowl. Guys, are making picks next. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. Ah, mark the calendar. Talking some football on a mid-May morning because the NFL released the entire 2022 schedule last night. Naturally, like any normal NFL fan, we were all up late deep into the night filling out wins and losses. Why you guys did other things last night? Not Nick. Nick, start with you. You picked all 17 games for the Chiefs. Shocking as that may be. How do you see it all playing out? Well, and by the way, I believe Tuesday morning on FS1, I will have revealed all 17 games for all 32 teams. The entire NFL season picks revealed Tuesday. I'm not sure when. Sometime on this show. On this show. So it's 7.30, 9.30. Okay, Chiefs though first. Uh, there's I'm a scurrilous sure. rumor going around that I picked them to go 20-0 last year. I did not. Check the tapes. I picked 14-3. After week one, I said what? we have to open up the possibility that they go 20-0. Check the tapes. This year, ratcheting down just a bit. Who has 12 and 5. Days? Here's why. Here's why 12 and 5. Hardest schedule in the league wow, by okay. a mile. The Chiefs. The first team in NFL history to start the season with eight straight games against teams with winning records. So what do I think? I think they lose to the Colts. Colts have been a traditionally tough matchup for the Chiefs. Very good in the trenches. They now have a real quarterback. That's a loss. I think the Chiefs lose to the Bills. I think the Chiefs in that game hold a little bit back. A little, they're like, oh, we're going to beat you in the postseason. A little vanilla game plan against the Bills. And then, after losing the Bills, a little letdown looking into the bye. San Francisco, Trey Lance, you know how I am on him and Kyle Shanahan. They lose. It's like, oh, is there something wrong with the Chiefs? Four and three start. After the bye, a couple wins, then a couple losses. Chargers get them. Rams get them. And everyone's like, oh, the Chiefs. Oh, is Mahomes figured out? They're six and five. And then... Blammo! Six straight wins to end the season. Hottest team in the league going in the playoffs. The number two seed like they were last year. There it is. 12 and 5, Brew. 
for my Chiefs, even though you've abandoned Mahomes the way Wilds abandoned Jobs. Don't tell me you say he has goat potential. You don't oh, like him. Oh, oh. You think he has stupid hair? You oh, make fun of oh. his brother? You don't like him. Oh, oh no. I, I love Patrick Mahomes. I, I definitely oh. do. Uh, so I'm still on the Mahomes goat potential bandwagon, okay. but I'm realistic. And more importantly, I'm dripping with objectivity. Congratulations, Nick, for not saying they go 17-0. I, I will give you credit. That is progress, okay? I'm shocked that you've got them starting 6-5. and five. This is a lot like last year, I guess, is what you think is going to happen. My biggest no, I, I beef is you just got them beating. Looks like week 14 and week 17. Miss Unlimited, Russell Wilson, twice. It's not going to happen. They're going to split. Oh. Now, by the time they oh, meet stop. each other, Broncos. Mr. Unlimited will be completely acclimated to his new squad. They'll be rolling. And they're not going to sweep the Chiefs. The Chiefs are great. I, I might still pick them to win the Super Bowl or get there. We'll see. But they will split. So that's my beef. It won't be six straight wins to end the season. 12 and 5 is pretty good. That's, that's a pretty good prediction. But no, they're not sweeping Mr. Unlimited, no matter how you, corny Brew. you think he is. Brew, before you do your picks, can I please, I know we sometimes go at each other on the show, but I know off the air you would tell people we're close friends. I legitimately love you as a person. I hope you feel the same way. I beg you, don't put the curse of Broussard on the Chiefs again this year. Please don't. <laughs> I, they can't handle it. They're a good team. They can't handle it. Pick anyone you want, but not the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. I implore you. I, I beg of you as a friend and a colleague. You know what? I, I, I'm this close to just blurting out Chiefs winning it all this oh, year. But no. 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 I, I'll save Don't you that. do I'll it. I'll save you that for Please. At, least, at least a okay. few months. At least a few months. All right. Let me go to my predictions. I'll do Tampa Bay. Uh, I'll go to the NFC. And I'm not ready yet to pick my Super Bowl teams, as I said. But this is all contingent, Nick, of course, on a 45-year-old quarterback playing more like a 35-year-old quarterback like he did last year than a 45-year-old. And Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, I might be being a tad bit ambitious, but I think they go 13-4. and four. Duplicate what they wow. did last year. Uh, yeah, I, I, I might be a tad ambitious, but let's see the schedule. They'll start slow, two and two, but they beat Dallas. I mean, they're, Brady six and zero against the Cowboys. Never lost and to they him. Jameis, dark horse MVP candidate last year before he went down with the injury. In his second game back, assuming he's back, uh, he still will beat Brady. Brady's zero and four against New Orleans since he's been in Tampa in the regular season. Of course, he can get him in the playoffs. So I think that trend will continue. I think he beats Aaron Rodgers uh, in week three. And then, wow. Nick, I'm giving you Chiefs. You might not like this, but I think they get Tom Brady a little bit, just a little bit of revenge for Patrick Mahomes. He's got to do it in the postseason, of course, but a little bit of regular season revenge for him for Brady beating him all the time in the, in the big games. Uh, look, I got him going 5-1 and one in their division. We know how weak the NFC South is. They'll split with New Orleans, as I said. I got them going three and one against the AFC North. Now, AFC North's gonna be strong. Pittsburgh doesn't have a quarterback. Baltimore, I, I, Lamar will be back, but I, I don't know. I'm kind of shaky on them. And they get Cleveland 
should Deshaun Watson should be back by then, but who knows how acclimated he'll be to his new club. And it's after a bye week, so I think they beat Cleveland, but I think Cincinnati will get them late in the season. But I I got them going 13-4 and and with a real chance to come out of the NFC. Rams beat them, uh, and I said the Bengals. So I think it could be a nice season for Tom Brady and the Bucs. I think that looks good. I think I think he gets over on the Rams, though. I think the Rams are going to have a little Super Bowl Ooh. hangover. I know the Super Bowl hangover is about the losing team, but regardless, I still think the Rams are not going to be as, as hot as ever. I, well, I don't think the Rams are going to be that good. I just don't think they're going to be good. All right, now we're wow, talking about America's team, the last reigning dynasty in American sports Cowboys? besides oh. Alabama football, which we have a bunch of the alma maters, including... The baby goat. Last year went 10 and 7. Do I think we will be one game better? Do I think all the experience that the baby goat will have will deliver us one more victory? Maybe just a few inches from the goalpost that we missed the Bucks game, boop, and goes in. Or maybe that like odd duck that Jameis throws in. Maybe we get that one. Maybe we get a stop. Maybe we get one more game. That's all I am. So that's what I'm predicting. 11 and 6. For America's teams, here's how it's going to break down. Start off in Miami, a win. What? I thought you guys struggled in Miami. Yeah, they struggle in the winter in Miami. It gets a little cold. Our, our, the, the, we, our blood's what? not flowing. We get down there, it gets a little too nice. Early on, easy win. Also, I don't trust Mike McDaniel. Game one, Tyreek, game one. Don't like, don't, not worried about it. Steelers, I don't know. I'm super worried about Mitch Trubisky or Kenny Pickett. I am not. Then I got back-to-back losses with a caveat. The Packers coming off that Tom Brady game, either a letdown game from playing Tom Brady in a win or a kind of demoralizing loss. Then we got Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell, I love you, but we take a W there. Ooh, then the Browns. Ooh, the Browns are going to be scary, right? Not really. Are they going to be 40 points better than they were last year? Because we beat them 45-7. to Bears rematch the Super Bowl 20 win. Win against the Jets. 5-0 against Matt Ryan. Move that to 6-0. Another Ooh, win against the Jets. No Thanksgiving get- Thanksgiving game. Yeah, Colts. Colts, Matt Ryan's on Colts. And then finally, Thanksgiving Day. Oh, a win against the Vikings. Then it gets a little bit tricky here. I'll be honest <laughs> with you, Nick. I- I'm a little bit nervous in the latter half of this season. The it game against like the Bills will most Super likely be a loss. It is a Thursday night game, so we will have a full week since we played on Thanksgiving. The Bills will be playing a tight week. I still think we lose. Yeah. Cardinals, eek, probably lose that one too. DeAndre Cardinals back. We're gonna stay end. out west to play against the Raiders. Mo Mike McDaniel. It's gonna that's gonna basically be Foxborough. Everybody from New England's gonna come. There's no California games. Everybody from SoCal, the Bill Simmons crew, take a train up to Las Vegas. That's a win. Then we got a loss against Joe Burrow. I'm terrified of him. Another win against the Dolphins, and then just a, probably a brutal loss, an absolutely brutal loss. But regardless, that equals out to 11 and six. On to the playoffs for the okay. baby goat. Okay, a couple things. First of all, right. I said the Walt. Colts because I just think you're underrating the Colts. But you don't need to remind well, just, me the- Matt Ryan's the quarterback of the Colts. I understand once upon well, a time I forgot that. And it was the most embarrassing <laughs> moment of my career. And you and you reminding America that that happened is unkind <laughs> and unnecessary. <laughs> However, I do have a question for you. Because you have talked about how devastating the loss of Tyree Kill will be for the Chiefs. But you don't seem to think he's going to make the Dolphins better. Here's a fun right. fact, Wilds. 
who, or a question. Do you know who the president was the last time the Patriots went 2-0 against Miami? The answer is Barack Obama. The last 10 meetings against Miami, the Patriots are 4-6, and and they got swept by them last year. What makes you think all of a sudden the Patriots are going to sweep the Dolphins after going 0-2 against them last year and splitting with them each of the previous four? How are they sweeping the Dolphins that are supposedly better with the addition of Tyree Kill? Explain it to me. I, I... Don't get, because I think we are, I believe we are too, hold on, I've got my statistics here. We are, too, we, we lose early on. That's the issue. We lose, when yeah. we go to Miami we late, in the, late in the season, we lose. Well, we play right away. Right away is fine. Go down there and get the win. I don't think Mike McDaniel, game one of being an NFL coach, is going to be like, good news, I'm playing against the greatest coach in the history of football, and he's going to get a win. Yeah. I don't. And then we got to steal week 17, but it's at home. Who's calling Can plays I, uh, for y'all? Devontae Parker. I didn't hmm? I didn't hear that in your analysis because there was a Joe news Judge. report about that. Looks like calling Judge. plays for you guys. Or Matt Patricia. Or Matt Patricia. One of, those one of the two. Old yeah, pencil one of those. laminated right. paper. You think, uh, gosh, I give you much I don't want to do medals. Got, yeah, didn't think so. Got to do medals. Got to do medals. We're going to hand them out. Joel Embiid gave it his best last night, 20 and 12, playing through just a litany of injuries. But the Sixers lost. They are done for the season. That means no medal for Embiid. So, Nick, who made your podium? Well, we're keeping with the trend. Unprecedented medal stands. Yesterday, the first coach to ever get a medal. Now, the first executive, Pat Riley, the Silver Fox. Come on down and get your medal. Who finds Max Struess? Who finds Gabe Vincent? Who watches games bobbing his head to music no one else can hear sitting next to Alonzo Mourning? That man right there, (laughs) the godfather, Pat Riley. Good job, bronze medal. Silver medal, Jimmy Butler. He's been the third best player this postseason. I think everyone would agree. Giannis, Luka, Jimmy have been the three best players this postseason. Jimmy Butler, another great performance, and then very intriguing post-game comments we'll get to later. But we know who gets the goal. Mock him at your own peril. As the children on the playgrounds of Slovenia learned 18 years ago, you mock Luka Doncic, he comes for you the next day. Luka, 33, 11, 8, 6 snarls, 4 steals, and 3 mortifications of Devin Booker. What, Wilds? Okay, the thing about Matt Patricia and Joe Judge is this. No. When no, Bill Belichick Gina, is running Gina, the salary go, cap, go, go, he's running go, the coaches, go. he's running the draft. Go. <laughs> Sorry, Wilds. No one's buying. Don't sell. Back to the Sixers. Going to be an interesting offseason for, for this team. Is it time to blow the whole thing up in Philly already? First things first. Back after this. Jenna, see I- USFL action continues all this weekend on Fox. Tomorrow, 3 Eastern, the New Orleans Breakers taking on the New Jersey Generals. Sunday at 4, the Pittsburgh Maulers going up against the Houston Gamblers. That's the week ahead. Let's take a look back at the best of week four. Broussard, let's start with you. Give us the best game winner of week four. Yeah, uh, Nick's Houston team took on my New Orleans Breakers, and they were tied with 16 seconds left. But Kyle Sluter finds Jay Adams for the game-winning touchdown. My Breakers now 3-1. and one. I'm loving it. 
Look at that catch. Back I'm glad one of your teams nice. is winning, bro. Against Nick's team, too. Wow's the best celebration. <laughs> Molly Stallions are undefeated, taking on Tampa Bay. Stallions linebacker Scooby Wright and the celebration, which needs a little bit of explanation. Take a listen. More important than sack, your celebration. You got called for a taunting a week ago. What was the change in plan? Uh, I had to go to the shark dog on him from the from the stallion, from the giddy up. So I went shark dog, and then I ran to my sideline right away instead of their sideline. You went shark dog. Yeah, shark dog. Half shark, half dog. It's my spirit animal. <laughs> well, that explains that. Nick, how about the best catch of week four? Okay. For, for my Houston gamblers, as Broussard mentioned, Antonio Ratliff-Williams, a USFL Best of the Week mainstay. This is his third appearance. Three names, three appearances. Unfortunately, it's not enough. Broussard's team won. New Orleans. All right, good stuff. Time for stories to start your morning. Brought to you by Ram Trucks, built to serve. The Dallas Mavericks needed a win over Phoenix to stay alive in that series and turning to Luka for the staying alive. Luka, 33 points, 11 rebounds, 8 assists. Mavs win. They force a game 7 Sunday in Phoenix. All right, Nick, buddy, the floor is yours. What do you want to say to your two colleagues here who have... Well, not had the same faith in the Dallas oh. Mavericks you have had all series long. No, they faith. No, they've had they, they've disrespected them. They've they've befooled themselves oh. in this great show of ours. We've been running this show for five years. I can't remember things more ridiculous than Kevin Wilds all of a sudden being like, "Oh, Nick, you're calling Luka Doncic an all-time great." Yeah. I am. Oh, Nick, but what about his bad pick-and-roll defense for seven minutes of game two of a fourth quarter that all of a sudden make it? Oh, no. Oh, what about that? And then Broussard. You know the problem with the Mavs. Luka isn't letting Reggie Bullock live his best life. If Luka would just take his hand off the joystick, Maxi Kleba could all of a sudden be the player we all thought he could be. And Brew guaranteed this thing would be over in four or five. Wilds guaranteed four that he was like LeBron at the at the pep rally. Not four, not five, not six, okay. and now it's about to be not seven, my friend. That all happened. And while it's been happening, my large adult Slovenian son, we've always heard, okay, he's the best player in the series. But the Mavs have, the Suns have the next two best players. Well, what if Luka's powers are greater than the next two guys combined? Because they were yesterday. Oh, Luka had more points, he had more rebounds, he had more assists, he had more steals. And oh yeah, by the way, what's not on there, CP3 and Booker had 13 turnovers. Luka had one. And Brew, he's in Booker's head and CP3's body in this regard. Late in the game. CP3 and Jay Crowder called a code red. They were like, oh, this ain't going our way. Let's let's run one of our trick play flops. And Chris Paul, I mean, he's been t- the the clock struck midnight at age 37, evidently. Yeah. Since he's turned 37, he's been awful. But Chris Paul last night, they had Jay Crowder through Frankie Smokes into Chris Paul so they could get a terrible flopping call. They got it. But then Chris Paul. What did I tell you about the basketball gods, Brew? The basketball gods do not, they frown on flopping come the postseason. And watch this right here. Oh, wait, that was Jay Crowder throwing Chris Paul. No, no, watch the tape, Brew. Chris Paul, watch it, watch it. 
Watch Jay Crowder grabs Frankie Nicotine, throws him into Chris Paul. That's what happened. And the basketball gods say, oh, Chris, I'm sorry. We love you. We're Frankie all rooting for you. But now Frankie your hand Nicotine. hurts. And, and, and Devin Booker, um, Devin Booker all of a sudden, the Luka special. Brew, you know what the Luka special actually is? Dominating playoff games. Devin Booker should try it out for once. So, yeah, you should be real nervous. You should be all well. scared, my friend, because Mavs in seven, as I've said all along, never wavered, never questioned. I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm not nervous at all. And, and, Nick, I hadn't thought about it. I do have to alert you. I, I hope we hope Chris Paul's hands not hurt. And you better hope so, because obviously we know what the the FTF bylaws say. If he's hurt, <laughs> then all you know, you're not responsible for prediction. Right. So I'm just saying, I don't think he's hurt. Although he hasn't been playing well, Wilds. I don't know what in the world is going on with CP3, but I am betting on him to bounce back. And before I tell you why, I got to set the record straight for America. All right, because Nick, I am not Nick. You already stole Luca from me. Luca was my guy on Undisputed and all these other shows I go on, and you stole him from from me. And you're trying to say I'm a Luca hater. I'm not. I'm not a Luca adversary. I just went facts over feelings, so I picked the Suns. But right. I think he's Luka legend. Alternative I facts. think he's a new age Larry Bird, and he's a great player, and he's acquitted himself well in this series. However, I wilds him sticking with Phoenix in seven, and I've got many, many reasons. First of all, history. Oh, okay. All right, they've been playing NBA basketball for 75 years. 75, Nick. And you know what? That's a huge sample size. 82% of the time, the team that won game five in a 2-2 series, that would be Phoenix. They win all the game, the series. And Luka knows it. Look at the look on his face. He knows it. He knows he's about to play his last game of the season. That's why he looks distraught, despondent, and dismayed. Okay, secondly, if you look at last night's game, there were two reasons... Two key stats that stuck out. Turnovers. The Suns had 22. It's it crazy. I mean, they got Chris Paul. How in the world they got 22 turnovers? Devin Booker, I think, had eight. In the three home games, they've only averaged 12 turnovers a game. So that's not happening again, 22. And then Mavs only had six, all right? Then three-point shooting. The Suns only made 33% of their threes. In the three home games, they hit 42%. So they're going to be hot, my friend. And those are the reasons that have led to this. It's been a home-and-home series. Everybody's winning at home, Wilds. And the Suns have blown out Dallas all three times at home. Up 17 going into the fourth in game one. Win game, what, uh, 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 the next game at home, two, by 20. Win game five by 30. A pivotal game five. So, Nick, look. I'm giving love to the Mavs because they've done better than I thought. I will say that for you. They've gone further than oh, I thought. Don't say. But this ends, it ends uh, in seven it does end Sunday. with the Suns moving on to face on the Sunday. Warriors. That part's wrong. Uh, it it yeah, will end on went. Sunday, and I will make <laughs> a beautiful gesture on this show. We're obviously all remote, but Nick, we, we had a few lunches, had a little bowling uh, party. I think you and I should watch this game together. I am going to ask you to get in your car and drive up to bucolic Westchester 
and I'll welcome you into my house. And granted, the TV setup is just for me, but I will sit here and you can sit there and I will have all, I will have all the drinks and stuff that I like and all the food and stuff that I like. But will you be willing to accept my offer to come to my house and watch the game? It will be all for me, but would you I like to pivotal, make the trip game up? Seven. I can't like think of anything up? worse. That exactly. really seems miserable. And neither can Luka Doncic. You know why? It's easy to be good and fun when you're at your own house watching the game. But when you come to our house, Phoenix slash Westchester, really you don't want to be there. Because you know what? Everything is set up for me. Everything is set up for Chris Paul. Everything is set mm. up for Devin wow. Booker. Home team in Game 7 history. 109 wins, 33 losses, 77%. Nicholas, you fell into my logical yeah. Trap. My point has been made. <laughs> Suns yeah. in seven. Yeah. That's why you or, get home court advantage. Or Suns you in just seven. banked on the fact. Well done. That Rob. I was not well going to drive. That was well done. Two and a half hours north of you the city it. to Schenectady to watch the game on your 27-inch <laughs> Vizio. Not interested, pal. Here's what I am interested in. Watching Luka Doncic. You guys are talking about road, road, road. Um, quick fact check, America. Who is the highest scoring player in playoff history in road playoff games? Luka Doncic. 34 points, 9 rebounds, 8 assists on 50% shooting. Those are his road numbers. And while Luka's playing with house money, because no one believes in him outside of the Metroplex except for me. You know who's not? Chris Paul, who's staring at his potential record-breaking that is a good fifth point. series. Up 2-0 that he loses. And you know who's not playing with house Don't money? Devin Booker. Wilds. Instead, he's too busy playing with the next meme he's going to be if the Lucas special <laughs> comes back and bites him in the ass. Mavs in seven. Set it all along, Jenna. I'm still invited. All right, you. Skip and Shannon have the latest on James Harden next. We'll see you Monday.